We are now joined by the sports director at Channel 7, KETV, Andy Kendi, who's uh, going to chat a little bit with us about what's going on. Andy, how are you, sir? Good, John. How are you doing? Good, thanks. How many years now at Channel 7 for you? Well, I was just thinking about this on my way home today. Uh, 14th football season. I'm just coming up on my 13th anniversary. I started in August of 2010, the final year for Nebraska in the Big 12 Conference. This is how this is how media people and Nebraska people, and you're not a native Nebraskan, but this is how people mm -hmm. register this. This is your 14th Husker football season. That's how yep. you mark it. It's like, uh, you know, dogs every seven years, uh, you know, get a one year. You know, it's like this is my 14th football season. This is it. No doubt, it's it's it is dog years, especially with what the what we've seen in the last few years. It's 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 been an incredible ride to see different conference changes and see the evolutions of the conference, and yet see how we deal with media from a day to day basis uh, covering this football team and really sports in general uh, in Omaha. It's been quite the evolution. You wake up one day, uh, Andy and and Cal and Washington, or I'm sorry, Oregon and Washington are in the uh, Big 12. You might wake up another day and Cal and Stanford have been added too. Who knows? Um, this is nutty, isn't it? It's crazy. And I, in no way is this uh, is this merry-go-round done spinning. Um, you know, uh, people may uh, look forward to the Ohio State-Washington matchups, but let's be honest, with every one of those, you're going to get Rutgers and Oregon or you're going to get, uh, you know, USC and Purdue. So is it good for the conference? I don't know. Maybe not for me to judge, but uh, we know what it's all about. It's all about dollars and cents. So let me ask you this. Do you think it's good? Let's not just say, is it good for this group or is it good for that group? Is it really good for this to be? I mean, this is, sorry about the metaphor. It's really a bad one, but this is like conference realignment on steroids now. And then like the next level of steroids. Is this really good for football? Is it good for college? It's good for television executives, that's for sure. And I think that's where we're headed, John. I mean, everybody, let's, let's be honest, it's all about what can you get out of the latest television uh, deal and what can your membership schools get from the bottom line from those TV deals. How long those TV deals continue to trend upwards, that's a that's an in-depth conversation, which you're going to have a million different opinions. Um, but for right now, the name of the game is latching onto a conference in which, you guys, which a university can get paid accordingly and trying to get the best deal for your university. And right now that means the Big Ten expanding to 18 teams at this date, and we'll see where that's headed. And then we'll, we'll see where the SEC is headed. You know, with the, the football playoff being expanded, I think added a different layer to all this. And uh, obviously the television contract um, being renewed um, from the Big Ten point of view, I think that was the obviously the impetus for all of these big changes, starting with USC and UCLA joining the conference last summer officially joining the conference next year but the announcement of them joining um was last summer and, and I, it, it all had to do with could you get more dollars out of your television package which it looked like they accomplished i mean the big 10 will have the richest tv deal of any uh, conference in the country and i think that's where it headed where is it good for the student athlete i i don't know not a student athlete but i'll tell you what i wouldn't want to be traveling all over the country if i was playing for penn state or if i was playing for rutgers and having back-to-back -back, you know uh trips to the west coast and then maybe to the midwest i mean that's going to be that's going to be a challenge and you know football's one thing john but what about your olympic sports what about uh you know uh women's soccer and uh and baseball and volleyball and how, how, do, how do you manage those things softball how do you manage those things in terms of a scheduling model 
um, that's going to be the real challenge and um, something that uh, they're going to have to figure out because it's all part of this. Yeah, I think, Andy, the irony of this is that is that football is the one that drives it and football athletes are affected by it the least. They play five road games a year and mm-hmm. they're they go on charters and uh and the, the men's and women's basketball charter and in nebraska volleyball charters but not everywhere they do this so they get five road games a year let's talk about men's and women's basketball and as you say volleyball baseball golf um tennis um i think uh i think there's some i think there's some splaining to do by university presidents and i'm pretty sure they're not going to do it well, I, I think what you're going to see, John, I think looking at the big picture, I think what you're going to see in some of these Olympic sports, some of the baseball, some of the softball scheduling models, um, you're going to see some weekend like jamborees at a central location that will reduce some of the travel from East Coast to West Coast, West Coast to East Coast and maybe have a, hey, a weekend uh, set of games in Indianapolis where, you know, six to eight, maybe 10 teams join in and have that be a little pod for the weekend. You knock out four baseball games in that weekend or maybe even six. You know, you go from Thursday to Sunday, play a doubleheader that day. You know, that that those are the scheduling things I think you really have to be creative to because obviously the path we're going, we're, we're not turning around in terms of the Big Ten. And I can't see them um, uh, kicking teams out of the league. So it's just going to get bigger and bigger. And how do they schedule it to make it equitable for all the membership schools? Maybe the bad news of all this is that Disney is out of the business of the Big Ten, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And so ESPN, uh, ABC uh, are, are not in the game any longer. And that's not good news for them, is it? Or you not for the no, no, it, it isn't. But uh, that's for this this go around. We'll see about the next go around because ABC and Disney is really tied its wagon to the SEC. We'll see what happens there. Yeah, this go around. So you've got to hang in there for the next go around, uh, Andy. So there you go. <laughs> Um, uh, how long has channel seven been the number one news show? How many years in a row have you been the number one news show? That's a question for uh, a Rob McCartney, um, uh, or a Julie Cornell. They've been, we've been fortunate enough to be number one since I've been there. So, um, and I think it happened maybe a few years prior to that. So, um, So we're talking like 20 years, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm not sure about that. I know, you know, I've been there 13 years and we've been on top since then knock on i'm knocking on wood here so <laughs> so and i see you ran out another sportscaster um no channel six sportscasters hitting the road going to columbus right you're driving all the That's competition true. away too huh well i think joe <laughs> good for joe joe's going back home to columbus and uh and and that's good. It's a good move for him. I mean, he's sports director in the Columbus market. That's a big market for him. And, um, pro sports and good for him. But um, yeah, they're, they're going to bring in somebody else. And it's you know it's it's interesting because Omaha is pretty unique. Nebraska media is pretty unique. Um, everybody for the most part gets along, and um, that's that is that's not um, the case in most markets. Um, I think uh, we're competitive as all get out. Nobody wants to get beat on a story, but I think at least in in the state of Nebraska. And Omaha in particular, I think there's some level of friendly competitiveness where it's it's not as um, maybe cutthroat as as it could be, as I've seen in other markets. How do you guys, uh, um, I'm going to say this not carefully, I'm sorry, I can't say this artfully. (laughs) How do you pretend to be uh, competitive when you've been the number one station for, I don't know, however many uh, years, uh, 15 to 20 years, how do you keep your edge when you are so far ahead and i know what the ratings are and so do you um they're not close how do you keep no. your edge 
Well, we, we try to, we actually don't usually worry about the other guys. Uh, we worry about us. And as long as we're putting out a, a, a watchable and uh, a, as long as we're putting out a product that gives you a reason to watch to give the viewer a reason, reason to watch, I think we're going to be in good shape. Um, we've got some pretty talented people over at KETV and as long as they keep doing what they're doing, I think we're, we're, we're doing just fine, but continuing to evolve and, and adapt to the, you know, ever changing landscape of not only Omaha, but the television business in general, I think, you know, I'm, you know, everybody knows where this thing's headed. Uh, the more um, relying on digital and getting your, your news out digitally, how that will look in 10 years. I'm not so sure. I think some people thought it may be further along than it is right now. Um, you know, the linear tele television aspect is still very, very important in Omaha, Nebraska, and I think it will continue to, to do so um, uh, as we move forward. I, you know, I just think our biggest challenge is, is continuing to, to, to come to work each day, putting out a great product. And, um, and you know, it's, easier, it's easy to get energized, um, at least in sports, when you have, A, a new football coach in Lincoln, B, some uh, the best volleyball uh, programs in the country that are in our market that we cover, not just Nebraska, but Creighton and oh, don't forget about you on all. And then, you know, Creighton basketball is a huge deal. And the, and the, what we do uh, that we pride ourselves on is our, uh, our ability to hit on the high schools as hard as we do, especially high school football Fridays. You know, the first game is, you know, less than two weeks away. Uh, the first week one of uh, the big full schedule uh, is less than three weeks away. So it's coming. We know that's coming, and um, and and hopefully we'll be ready for it. And because that's 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 the that's the test. Give people a reason to watch. That's always my motto. Give people a reason to watch, and don't give them a reason to switch because they will. So Huskers are are number one. Everybody knows they're the number one. Husker football is the number mm -hmm. one game in town, so to speak. Um, how much of a challenge is it to make sure that you um, fairly um, cover Creighton, you fairly cover Omaha, you fairly cover feature stories about um, 12 year olds and, uh, and high school students um, and the things that, that, that can make a difference when one entity can, overwhelm everybody um at least that's what we think no it, and it is true uh, the one story in the fall and actually 365 days a year husker football dominates coverage um at a local level in the state of nebraska not just omaha but also in lincoln and and Kearney and north platte and you say it's in sioux city um you know nebraska football is is the main um uh, coverage point that's that's the subject that we put the most resources in and the most energy um, it is a dance though, because you only get so much time in the fall. And, um, what, what I like the way we approach and most stations do is that, you know, Friday night is for high school football. That has always been kind of a tradition, uh, traditionally what it's been. And, and I, I, I applaud the fact that we haven't budged from that. Uh, yes, of course, we'll cover the, the news as it happens. Um, obviously, there's volleyball matches, too, we've got to take care of on Friday nights and soccer matches, too, at the college level. Um, but, you know, it's a dance. Obviously, I think the thing we get probably, um, I, I would say we get criticized. Uh, we get more letters, um, not, hey, you're covered too much Husker football. It's, hey, why don't you cover more Iowa football or, Hey, why don't you cover Iowa state football? Or, hey, we want more Nebraska volleyball coverage. Um, so it's, we don't get criticized for doing too much 
Husker football because I think everybody wants that. I just think people want more of other sports. And um, unless they, they change it to KETV Sports Watch 7 at 10 um, and have a four-minute newscast, which actually is a pretty good idea, uh, I think this is the way we're going to continue. How do you make the Husker football coverage original when there are how many other entities doing the same thing? You have access to the same players every day. You have mm -hmm. access to the coach on the same days as everybody else. Of course, you can do a one-on-one -on -one every once in a while when you're lucky enough to work the system, you know, grease the right yeah. palms, right? right? So how do you right. make it different? How do you separate yourself from the rest of the crowd? It's a great question. And, um, you know, John, we're at the point now where the university sends us out the interviews. So, you know, technically, you know, we have stations that I'm not going to name last week. We didn't even go. They just waited either A, on their affiliates in Lincoln um, or, or, or B, just, just took the handoff. It is literally handoff video. They send you the email and there's your interviews. You don't have to go. And, you know, we, um, our situation is unique, John. I don't know how much, I don't know how deep you want to get with this, but we don't have a trading partner in the city of Lincoln. Okay. Yes, there's an ABC affiliate um, in Lincoln, but they trade with the CBS station in Omaha. It goes back years before my time. So we have uh, we have a bureau there, but that person's in charge of, of covering the entire city. And that's, you know, everything that's going on at the Capitol and what have you. Um, so if we want it, we got to go get it. So that I think um, actually helps us to a certain extent because we're pretty dialed in on what's going on. And as you said, there's 20 to 20 cameras there every practice um stations from all over the uh, all over the uh the state of nebraska and how do you differentiate well one of the things we do which we bring in we have a great relationship with sean callahan of husker online and he's part of the on three family we we bring in damon benning who's an old friend of ours and 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 um is the radio voice the analyst for the husker football games also does a radio show um part of the hale varsity radio so little differentiators or separators as I like to call them anytime you can get that I, I think you hit on those because everybody's going to have the same news conference at the podium with the same backdrop every game and but then again how do you package that what what jumps out at you that makes hey you've got to do a b or c don't worry about you know d and e that's you we can hold off on that but what is important? What do you pull out of that news conference that people need to know? And I think that's that takes some time to, to, to get used to and sifting through that stuff and takes experience. Um, and, and so you, while everybody does have the same material, it's interesting to watch what takes priority on a nightly basis when you compare the stations in town and around the state. Are you doing the best job of everybody else? Um, well, I'm biased. Of course, I think we are in terms of te local television stations. Um, but, you know, that comes with a caveat. We do have we have we have three full time sports people in, in and we are blessed to have that. And um, and the other stations don't have that. So they are. I, that's where I say when you do rely on other stations where they do rely on their affiliates and help. Well, that's understandable because they just don't have um, the manpower or the people power that, that KTV does. And I, but I, I, I do think that's a separator. Yeah. I'm going to ask you this question and ask you to be sort of introspective here. I'll, I've given you a warning here, right? A heads up. Uh -oh. I better, better take a sip of my diet Coke. There you go. Better grab your diet Coke. And mm -hmm. uh, so when um, somebody says Andy Kendi is Andy Kendi's work is 
that's Andy Kendi. What's the first thing you hope they think of? Uh, I had an old friend of mine uh, who I worked with in Milwaukee, and he, and he stuck with me. He says, Andy, there are in this business, there are workhorses and there are show horses. And you, my friend, are a workhorse. That is the highest compliment I think anyone in the television industry can get. So I would like to, to consider myself a workhorse. And what does that mean? Well, I'm, um, I'm willing to do whatever it takes to get the job done. And, you know, the thing that I, I always lean back and say, I'm not going to ask my, my people, my coworkers, Matt and Ellie, to do anything that I wouldn't do myself or haven't done myself. I think that's very important. Um, and it have it, you know, do I love it all the time? Of course not, but that's part of the deal, right? So I think that I would hope that people understand the work that gets put into the nightly sportscast and our product that we put out every night. So I would like to, I would hope that people recognize that, but you know, in the end, I just hope people uh, watch a sportscast that I produce and anchor that that they leave a uh, knowing something they didn't know before and be walking away entertained. And those are the two components, inform and entertain. And um, sometimes those, that order can be switched. And sometimes you don't, you don't get both in a sports cast. It's just part of the deal. But as long as you inform and entertain, I think, I think that's part of the deal. It goes back to give people a reason to watch. You know, if you don't give people a reason to watch, they're going to flip and find something else to watch. There's so many options. Think about how blessed we are at this point of our lives. You can watch newscasts on multiple different channels. You can flip around and watch a binge a series that, that totally takes you and escape from reality. Or you can watch a reality show. I like, there's so many options. Or you can watch live sports, which, by the way, isn't it funny that live sports are now, the networks are going like, oh, my gosh, we have to show live sports in prime time because that gives the people the biggest ratings because it's the only the only the only television program that nobody knows the outcome to it's live drama so it's interesting how this all comes full circle that is a rambling answer to your question but i hope it gives you a little lens into what we're all about yeah it's good it's good um i don't know how long you've been in this business but after a while you always have to sort of keep reevaluating and you have to keep you know keep it fresh um what is it at this point in your career that gets you out of the door in the morning that that keeps you excited about it well that is a great question just past 30 year the 30 year mark of being on broadcast television <laughs> this summer i uh hit the air in 1993 as a young pup in madison wisconsin and, and this john is after interning for more than 3 years for free those days are over but um I, you know i guess I'll be honest, it's been tough the last couple of years um, with uh, the lack of success in the football, um, the football component in Nebraska. It takes up so much of our time and it takes up so many hours of us planning on how we're going to deal with things, how to get from A to B, how we're going to get stuff back, what kind of coverage we're doing on a daily basis. That when when Nebraska football isn't relevant, it really it's a it's a it's a it's a sludge fest. You know, it is a you're it's walking through muck, you know, it is tough. And um, I think at least for this summer, what has made me more energized, uh, more energized than I have been in years is just the new regime in Lincoln. And really now they may not win eight, nine games this year, 
But I think the foundation is being laid where they're going to be pretty good and they're going to be consistently pretty good. And, um, and you know, it's been pretty interesting to see the transformation down there in Lincoln. And I think that for one has really um, energized me. And then, you know, this, this may sound, um, well, it, it's true. Like working with Matt and Ellie every day is really, um, it's awesome. They're obviously, you know, they're half my age, but they bring the energy all the time. You know, I'm getting texts. Matt's off right now. Matt's Matt's off today, and he's already texting me about stories that we have that we need to cover for Husker football in our big preseason special. Like that's the energy that that you need, and and I, I'm truly blessed um, to have a guy like Matt and Ellie. Like this day, for an example, she took gear home and was at a high school football practice this morning at 7 a.m. before driving to Lincoln for football practice and then staying in Lincoln so she can cover Husker volleyball. I mean, that's pretty darn impressive. And, um, you know, it, it's what you get into and people, you know, think of the us or what have you or being a broadcast journalism or broadcast journalist in sports. And you, they want to say, oh, it's a, they're on the sidelines. They get to go to all big games. You know what? They don't see you rolling out of bed at seven thirteen, throwing a hat on and getting to a high school football practice in the drizzle. I mean, that that's, that, but that's part of the deal. And I, I think that's um, one of the, one of the notions that I, you know, that uh, people who want to get into this business don't necessarily have a good grasp on until they actually see it in, in action. Yeah. You've uh, provided a perfect segue into a question I wanted to ask you here. And, and that is that, and, and the audience you're not getting out a hanky and say, you know, cry for me. No, 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 no. Uh, yeah. No. And, and, and it's just the way it is, but you have to think this job. It's not a show up at three o'clock and do your early show and then go out and shoot a little something and do your late show. This is a job you have to think about and plan. And almost always the, the button is turned on, right? Almost always. Mm-hmm. Right? Always. And yeah. It's funny when I when I started when I was a younger pup and I, I got into the business, um, especially when I got to Milwaukee, uh, you could see different uh, approaches to the job. Nowadays, you you can't have another approach other than you've got to be on pretty much all the time. You, you you have to be organized. We have a calendar, and I'm old school, so I actually write down on the calendar what each day is going to happen, and I color code it. I am anal that way, which is it's part of the deal. So at least everybody knows a who's working, b what's going on, and c what we're trying to accomplish. And so when we look at the calendar, it's right over by my desk. Anybody can walk by and see it, not just people in sports. Whoever's saying, "Oh, hey, when does Ellie come in?" or "Hey, when when's Matt coming in?" You can figure out what's going on. Um, but yeah, it is it is. 24, not 24, seven, but it, it is, it is all encompassing. You've got to be on um, and you got to know what's going on because there are, there are times that, that you miss stuff and that's going to happen. But uh, you try to, you try to have more hits than misses. And getting back to your point, like, of course, there are some awesome parts of the job. Are you kidding me? Like I get a front row seat for every Husker game, which is awesome. You know, the last couple of years it hasn't been great, but it has been pretty cool to see that, you know, you, you go, you get fed, you watch the game, you, 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 you know, and you cover the team, you know, there's a, you know, my wife has to remind me that, uh, you know, she's like, Andy, you got a pretty cool job. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, you know, but she, she's right. It's a pretty cool job. And, you know, I, and, and I will say there is nothing more um, uh, energetic or, or uh, nothing more that gets me pumped up more than a Friday night football um, night operation football. We do it every Friday night. We cover like 10 to 15 games, depending on the week. And there is not a feeling in the world that I have ever gotten 
than at 10, 10, and you don't know what's going to happen in the next 15 minutes. You don't know. You don't even know if you got all your tapes in tapes. They're all digital, but you know what I mean? If all your, if all your, uh, your pieces have been attached to the rundown, you don't know. And you know what? You got to adapt because it's your face in front and you're driving the ship. And, but there is nothing like walking that tightrope on Friday night. I get done Friday nights and I, I'll tell you, it's tough because Saturday you got to get up early and do, do the other thing. I'm up until one, two in the morning because you know, you're, biggest moment of your day happens at the latest part of your day that's 10 30 so and that's a that's a fun deal andy kendy's the sports director at channel seven he's with us i'm john schrader i remember something dan rather said famously many many years ago and it's that very point there are a few jobs if any where you have to be your very best in your day in the last half hour of your day and that's your world, isn't it? Where no matter what's going on, no matter how exhausted you are, it doesn't matter at 10, 19 or 23 or whatever time you go on, you've got to be really good because that's yeah. it. Those are your four minutes of, you even get four minutes. Those are your four minutes yeah. of life, right? Yeah. Last night, I would give a good example. We had a young lady who's actually going to Lincoln, an incoming freshman who's very interested in, in being a sports journalist and she job shadowed Ellie for the day. And so she was in for the 530 and I was, I was dragging. I no, no if hands are, you know, I'm dragging, I'm yawning in the, in the break. And then, but when that red light comes on, you have to turn it on. I mean, you, you've got to be on and, and it's true. And the biggest point is, is when you're the, you know, it's 10 on, on a Sunday night, we don't hit um, during the non-football season until 10 45, 10 50. And if you're not, if you're not together, you're not energized, people are going to notice. So, you know, I try to, try to try to bring the energy every, every, every time. And, you know, quite honestly, that's the best part of my day, John, like being walking on set, BSing with, with, with Bill and Julie and Rob, that is the best part of my day. I keep telling people that they, we should have a camera and of some web stream of us, our give and take during the breaks, because it is, because, you know, we're in the same room newsroom, but we don't, we don't, BS during the day they're working, I'm working, Bill's doing the weather, you know, a whole bit. And then we get in and we have this like, five, 10 minute time where we can catch up. Well, how's your weekend? What's going on here? And we go this way and that way, you know, uh, you know Rob's a huge music guy. So am I. And so it, you know, it's, it, it, it's funny. We got on, you know, we were making fun of Julie last night on the air because she was doing this dance. Cause I mentioned the safety dance because of the safety position at, at Nebraska. And there's an old, old song from the eighties called the safety dance men without hats. And there was this dance and you do this and Julie's doing this as I'm on camera doing this. And it's, and that stuff is fun. That's, that's the part of the job, you know, cause we see the, we see each other more, a lot of times more than our own kids and our yeah. own families. So you got to enjoy who you work with. And I am truly blessed to work with Rob, Julie and, and Bill um, on a nightly, on a nightly basis. I've told you this before, Andy, that, um, while Omaha is not a small market, it's not a massive market either. And one of the reasons I have to believe, not just the commitment, not just the Hearst company being a great place to work. There's a lot of reasons why Channel 7 is number one. And talent is a, a lot to do with it. On-air talent has a lot to do with it. And keeping that on-air talent together has a lot to do with it. And I think that's really the formula for Channel 7. Um, I've told you that before, but I really believe that. And I'm sure you do too, right? No question. And, you know, stability and longevity, that, that's important, especially to a place like Omaha, Nebraska. And I'm the, I'm the most recent addition and I joined in 2010. That gives you an idea of what we're all about. You see some musical chairs at the other places and not just Omaha, it could be anywhere. And, but people like to go where they are comfortable. And I, you know, I'd like to say that uh, people like getting their, 
uh, prefer to get their news from from Rob and Julie. And I'd be remiss not to say that, you know, Vaughn Jones, um, he's our news director who people may not know, but he's the reason why we've been number one for so long because he's the driving force behind it. He was a longtime assistant news director. He's been the news director now for six or seven years now. And that guy, talk about a tireless worker. That guy is the guy that's driving the ship. He is He's the reason why we're number one and, 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 and he's the reason why we were able to keep the band together, you know? Yeah. Getting to be number one is one thing, but staying number one is another thing. Um, One thing we've talked about was all the time it takes and all the commitment and all the effort. Mm -hmm. How do you balance that with your family? How do you balance that with your life? I mean, in in sports, right? We, if you, if you don't want to work, six or seven days a week. If you don't want to work at nights, then you need to get into another line of work and probably need to do that earlier than later. So how do you balance that? How do you make it work? Got a great wife. Wendy drive. Wendy is the captain of this ship at home. And I got three lovely daughters and we just kind of make it work. My, my wife's uh, schedule is um, she's a teacher, so it's not like it's flexible, but um, we, we just make it work. You know, her working in the mornings and me being off most days in the mornings is, is helpful. So if there is something in the morning, we had a doctor appointment or getting somebody to school or an appointment or what have you, we can make it work. But, you know, on, on, on big events, you kind of know what's happening. Like, you know, uh, moving in my daughter to, to college for her sophomore year, I know that's coming. So I'm going to try to make uh, that work later in the week, you know, stuff like that. So you, you have the big events that you know, but other things, it's it's part of the deal. You know, I, we haven't met Thanksgiving. You work every Thanksgiving because it's the day before the Black Friday game. And uh, it, that, it's, it's just part of the deal. Uh, and we had a mini package last year where my wife took uh, took my other two to games. And I was able to connect them just not briefly, just to say hello. But it was it, it, they they are starting to get it. But they know, like every Saturday, I'm booked in the fall. And, and, if, if, and I go to all the road games. Um, and so that means leaving Friday, coming back Sunday. So, um, you know, my I've got two of my daughters have birthdays in the fall. So that's one of their first things. They said, what are your days off this fall? And are you going to be home for my birthday? Those are usually the two things that uh, I see. Andy Kendi has been the sports director at KETV Channel 7 in Omaha since 2010. His Friday night high school shows get going very soon and the Huskers football season starts very soon as well hope you enjoyed this we've had other local nebraska media big shots on this podcast lately including the world herald sports editor sam McEwen and the former journal star columnist and now on three husker online columnist steve sipple hope you can check them out on our podcast on apple spotify google and others or where you're listening to this right now thanks so much for being with us i'm john schrader this is watch the media We'll see you next time.